Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast with your hosts, Amy Babinchak, James Kernan, and Carl Polichuk. Produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Ready to take your cybersecurity skills to the next level? Save your spot for Hackett 2021 on March 22nd through 24th, 2021. Join Huntress for their second annual cybersecurity training event, Hackett 2021. Sharpen your tradecraft, network with security professionals, and get hands-on training you can actually use in your business. Three days, including a hacking Windows pre-day and two full days of cybersecurity education. Want to sign up? Visit www.huntress.com slash hack underscore IT underscore 2021 or see the link in the show notes. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. This is Carl, and I'm joined today by John Hammond, who is the Senior Security Researcher for Huntress Labs. Welcome, sir. Hey, thank you so much, Carl. I'm happy to be here with you. So I do have to ask, first question, do you really sound this good and you missed your calling in radio, or is that just a microphone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's a good, that's a good question. Uh, my father actually owns a, a radio station, so maybe I got those, maybe I got those chops from him, <laughs> but the ah. microphone certainly helps. This is a Audio-Technica AT2020, so try to sound good at least. We're doing all this virtual stuff these days. Well, when you're a techie guy, you should have a good microphone. So. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all righty then. So, so let's talk about, first of all, uh, let's begin with you. Who are you and how did you get here? And then we'll talk about Huntress and then we'll talk about a big event you have coming up. Absolutely. Sounds great. Well, hi. Hey, hello. Uh, my name is John Hammond. Uh, as Carl said, thank you for that wonderful introduction. I'm a security researcher over at Huntress. Um, traditionally, I actually come from more of the kind of government military background. Uh, I got my feet wet with the United States Coast Guard, uh, pivoted over to the Department of Defense where I would teach with their uh, cyber training academy. I was an instructor there. I taught uh, the cyber threat emulation course. That was nice. very fun. Kind of cool teaching civilian members and military personnel, kind of how to be an operator, how to hack, be on the keyboard, and uh, then went to go operate myself at the Defense Threat Reduction Agency. But now I've landed with Huntress, and I'm loving it so far. That's, uh, that's been incredible and super fulfilling, so I'm definitely having a good time here. Very cool. So I do have to say, uh, so you're, you, you are young, right? I'll just say, put that out there. So how long ago were you doing the security training stuff for the military? Sure. So uh, the security stuff really kicked off for me, I guess, six years ago. Um, in my time in the Coast Guard, we had put together a capture the flag uh, training environment. So it was an exercise. It was an activity with all the other services and the service academies. And uh, it was called cyber stakes. It was like this Olympic style event where we were kind of all on the keyboard, hacking away, doing stuff with binary exploitation, memory forensics, uh, host forensics and network forensics, a uh, lot of really cool stuff, cryptography, web applications. And it was just a ton of fun. I was really hooked. <laughs> and uh, hey, that, that, I guess that got me into the scene. That opened up the floodgates. And, and now I just have a love and passion for all things cybersecurity. Right. It's, it's interesting because I think most people don't realize how much our military has done on that front. And today, it's literally front page news. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, that is a, it is a different kind of warfare, but it is quite realistically 
warfare. Uh, you know, it's it's just fought on a different front. And so anyway, thank you for that. And my um, guess is that really gave you some serious chops when it comes to uh, working for a company like Huntress. So let's let's talk about who is Huntress and and uh, what do you do? Sure. So uh, Huntress is a uh, detection response uh, company for threats and uh, hey, security issues with kind of a specific audience for managed service providers or MSPs and SMB, kind of the small to medium businesses in that market. Um, specifically, we offer an agent or software as a service that traditionally looked for uh, persistent footholds or the hacker's back door or their implant or how the bad guys are really kind of maintaining their access when they have a, a target compromised network or system? Uh, how are they really sliding under the radar, you know, not getting caught by antivirus? Uh, how are they maintaining their access? So we'd look in the corners and the crevices of the file system and find the stuff that other folks wouldn't find. Uh, so is this deployed primarily as an agent on a desktop, a laptop, that sort of thing? Yes. Uh, the Huntress agent is the broader network, like the devices and so forth. Traditionally, uh, Huntress has focused the agent on more of the endpoint itself. So as you mentioned, the laptop, the workstation, the servers, um, we have just and are starting to expand the capability. Now we're looking at some network traffic and that's more on the way. Uh, but th throughout the past year, right, kind of the pandemic rocked everyone's world. But uh, we wanted to, hey, we, we knew that we needed to take that as an opportunity to grow and, and emphasize this more and more. So we've added in the Huntress security platform that includes ransomware canaries for faster detection on ransomware, um, external reconnaissance to see bad open ports. Hey, if you have remote desktop protocol open or, or an SMB share that shouldn't be publicly accessible. And now we've actually rolled out managed antivirus. So we really soup up Windows Defender, which is hey, totally free, kind of comes on your device and really integrate that smartly with the rest of Huntress. So I, I love it. I think it's fascinating. I think they're all great, simple ideas, but super powerful when you kind of mass deploy them for, hey, a whole enterprise, a whole, whole business organization. I love the term ransomware canaries, right? Like <laughs> the canary in the mine. This is gonna, the canary exactly. is going to be the first one to go. Uh, so you know you've got a problem. Um, so I hope, I hope you're the one who came up with that and you get all the credit, <laughs> but cool. So, um, in general, what's the size of the endpoint, uh, client? Is it uh, good for a hundred users or 10 users or anywhere in between? Yeah. So truthfully, and, and I don't mean to end up making this accidentally a commercial or a sales pitch or an advertisement. I don't want to do that. Uh, but happy to talk a little bit about Huntress. We, uh, we offer a free trial, right? So anyone is able and totally accessible to just jump in, test out the platform. And we tell people, hey, use and abuse the trial. It's 21 free days. You can install it and deploy the agent out to as many endpoints as you want. So whether or not it's one, whether or not it's a hundred, whether or not it's a thousand or more, like kick the tires, really make sure this thing is, is what you want, what you're hoping for. Because, uh, if we end up finding some critical incidents, we definitely want to bring that to your attention. And, and uh, we hope that you get the same great visibility that we do. So you talk about in the introduction, detection and response. <clears throat> so that's the detection piece of it. What's the response piece of it? 
Yeah. So we truthfully want to be partners for you. Um, our biggest thing is, hey, the communication and education. Huntress is absolutely huge on education. We want to get people in the know and smart about this whole cybersecurity stuff because there's a lot to it. Uh, so if, hey, for whatever reason, there is an incident, we want to be accessible to you and we want to help out. We want to be present in coordinating and walking through and explaining everything that we can. We want to communicate with you. Uh, that covers a, the bit of response. Uh, the detection is built in the platform. And then, hey, we're wondering, what about prevention? Uh, you, you know, those, those words, hey, what about detection versus prevention, which is more important, et cetera. Right. Truthfully, Huntress does lean more and more on the detection side, but now that we've souped up Microsoft Defender or Windows Defender, that puts us much more in an active position that we are, hey, on the arm of the antivirus and doing that prevention real time as needed. So, Very cool. So um, you have an event coming up called Hack It, uh, which looks like it's two, maybe three days based on the, uh, the website. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So we are very, very excited and super happy to be bringing to the community Hackett. Um, this is the second time we've put on our own hey, event, our own community conference together. Uh, we first ran Hackett. It kind of premiered and debuted in October of 2020. And that was a huge success. I think we had about 2000 folks registered and the format for Hackett is meant to be an event for MSPs and by MSPs. We want to get as many community members and kind of community leaders and gurus all together to talk about some really cool stuff. And again, not a sales pitch. It's not a commercial. We just want to talk about security and how we can keep making things better. Uh, we try to put together three sessions. So just an hour long, we don't want to overload you with, hey, some three-day conference thing, craziness. Uh, it, it's just meant to be, let's get through some cool presentations and, and really talk shop. The uh, first presentation this time around is uh, called Making the Malware. It's a choose-your-own-adventure that's all supposed to be educational, right? But it's sort of, hey, let's play pretend we're the bad guys. Uh, let's let's kind of act as the adversary. And what would you want in your toolkit? What about your command and control framework? How do you want this ransomware to deploy? And we want to talk about the tradecraft, the tactics that really go into how the sausage is made, right? You're the head chef and Mauer's on the menu. <laughs> what, what dish are we going to serve? But, so this is kind of a white hat look at the uh, uh, downloading, I guess, you know, script tools and, and that sort of thing and saying, okay, this is how easy it is to put this together. Absolutely. Yeah. We, uh, we try to run an uh, annual or excuse me, a, a monthly show called Tradecraft Tuesday. Uh, the, the last hacket that we ran it back in October, we were going to do Tradecraft Tuesday as part of the presentations. Uh, the, one of the cool things about Hackett is that we're trying to offer this content in a very time zone friendly manner. So sure, we're running a, a show and presentation on Tuesday maybe one in the afternoon or three in the afternoon Eastern time. But what if you're kind of stuck at work and hey, you can't catch it and you really wanted to, or maybe you're across the pond or you're over in a different time zone. You just really want to get this. You can catch the content a second time on Wednesday. Uh, and we'll be doing that from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern. So it's a little bit more friendly for the after hours folks or in a different time zone. I, I mentioned that because our, our Tradecraft Tuesday 
we wanted to call White Hat Wednesday. <laughs> there you go. So uh, cool. So the the website, and we'll put a link to it in the show notes. But basically, if you go to Huntress slash Hack underscore IT underscore twenty twenty one, so Hack it twenty twenty one, you'll you'll see the agenda and so forth. Um, and I like the, the the next session is the horror stories. Tell us about what that's all about. Yes. So we we want to make this sort of trajectory, right? Uh, as we're going through these sessions, we want to start kind of conversational, pretty high level, and then slowly move closer and closer to the very low level, really technical on the keyboard operator stuff. Uh, so our first session was making the malware. The next session, session number two is Tales from the Trenches, Hacker Horror Stories, or Sea uh, Stories and Shop Talk. So we're very excited about that session. It should be kind of a cool fireside chat, just sharing wisdom, sharing knowledge, sharing experience. Uh, we have Felicia King, we have Matt Lee, and some of our own folks, Dave Kleinetland and John Farrell. So we're very excited. I hope that really has some good golden nuggets to uh, share with some folks. What are the sea stories that you've learned all throughout your journey? Very cool. Um, and then the third session, which is, uh, basically getting around antivirus, like how, how do you, uh, evade antivirus? What's that about? Yeah. So this one, I am very partial to, uh, this session is my baby <laughs> session. Number three, uh, I'm very pleased to be co-hosting and presenting with Jason Slagle. Uh, we're putting on the show slipping past prevention and introduction to antivirus evasion. So we have conversations a lot about Microsoft Defender, right? And we have conversations of McAfee or Kaspersky or XYZ, name your antivirus product. But we put all these security defenses in place. We have all this mitigation inside of our security stack. How are the hackers still getting in? Like wh what's going on? So we wanted to kind of look behind the curtain, peel back the layers and talk about signature detection versus heuristic based detection. And uh, we'll put our hacker hats on, right? And we'll do it for real. We'll get on the keyboard. We'll develop a, a payload for command and control. And then we'll put it to the test. We'll see, hey, does this get caught by an antivirus program? How many catch it? What about virus total or reversing labs? Is it going to get 40 detections or 30? If I tweak these bytes, or if I add in these extra functions or obfuscate in the right way, can I bring that down to 10 or five or one? <laughs> how, how minuscule can we get this so that uh, it won't be detected and we'll, we'll slide past that antivirus? How does that really work? So this is interesting because, you know, from a, a technologist's perspective, you want to dig into this as deep as you can, but it's hard to say, and this is how we make money, right? Like, because mm. you you know you get a, a network to be ninety nine percent secure, and it takes just as much money to get to ninety nine point nine percent, and as much money to get to ninety nine point nine nine percent. So at, at some point, you, you just think, ah, how do I manage this when I'm trying to run an IT company? And so, uh, you know, how how do you make it easy for people, right? You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. We try our best to put out uh, material and resources on selling cybersecurity. Is kind of the hey, the little pithy phrase that we use is that how can we turn this into a buck? But uh, we we 
still advocate, obviously, and we, we really charge hard on the whole education piece. Uh, if you understand the offense, if you know how these hackers work, if you piece together what that attacker is using for their tradecraft, how they're deploying this ransomware, how they're using these filelist malware techniques, what they're doing to evade antivirus, right? Exactly what session three wants to showcase. Then you kind of know how grave the situation might be, or you understand what security protections you might need to be on that defensive side, what mitigation should be in place. So we want to educate as many folks as we can. That's why we bring this out. That's why we do these events, uh, because we want people in the know so they can be better and, and we can all be better as a, as a community. There's a phrase that we, we know and love, uh, a rising tide raises all ships. Right. Uh, it's interesting. So I just before we started recording this, I got off a session where people were talking about DMARC and how, you know, why should we do this? And the bottom line was, a rising tide raises all ships. Mm. <laughs> Maybe that's Excellent. the theme for 2021. Um, so, you know, the interesting thing for me is that uh, this has become so central to what we do. Um, and yet we have end users who say, I, I just don't need to invest that much in security because I, we've never been hacked, right? You, the IT provider, have done an amazing job and we've never been hacked. In the meantime, the IT provider is practically you know, beside themselves because they know how dangerous all of this is. How do you how do you encourage people to have that discussion with clients who just don't think it's a big deal? Yes, <laughs> and, and I'm <laughs> grinding my teeth here, right? So there is a mindset or, or there's a philosophy to uh, assume compromise. So yes, sure, there's one school of thought where you kind of shrug it off your shoulders or you just let it roll off. You're like, no, what, why would the hackers target me? Why would anyone, right. why would they think I'm a target? Whatever. I'm a mom and pop shop. I'm not, I've got, I don't have anything crazy. I'm just, I'm too small for them to care. Why would they bother? Maybe that's your thought. Maybe whatever the case is, that's the bad rationale. That's the wrong idea. <laughs> right. We uh, come to this conclusion that it's not a matter of, of if security is an issue or if hackers are going to take advantage of your system and network. It's a matter of when. So we should absolutely a thousand percent always be working towards this sense of security. We, where we have the defense in place, we have mitigation, we have backups, we have redundancy, we have two-factor authentication, long complex passwords. It, I could go on and on, right? The boilerplate, right. <laughs> classic security best practices. But on top of that, we need to be understanding that adversary. We need to learn and know about them. So that's why we do this education. And uh, that's honestly why we hunt and hence the name Huntress, right? Is because if these threat actors are out there and they're trying new things, if they're getting more and more sophisticated, yet they still go for the path of least resistance, well, hey, we want to know how they make that home. We, we want to see where those persistent footholds are. So that's what Huntress is all about. Yeah. It is interesting that there are, people forget the fact that every hole punched in every server and workstation and so forth uh, is still there and can be, with, with literally one patch goes wrong and the hole is exposed again, 
um, or a hole that nobody knew about suddenly becomes visible again. And people install, <laughs> I guess, crappy software and, and services and expose their, the, the holes in their own system again and again and again. And I think they just don't realize that that's actually a thing that, you know, uh, and, and I'll never, I can never get over people who say, well, my eight-year-old computer works fine. And I think, mm. oh my God, <laughs> you have no idea, right? So, so let me talk about, so you, you on the third session for day one, it's uh, an intro to the antivirus evasion. The third session on day two is bypassing antivirus, but it, it looks like it's not uh, the same topic. It's, it looks like it's actually a very different topic. Um, what's, what's session three on day two? Sure. So truthfully, the, these are intended to still be the same framework and, and blueprint for the show. Um, it, it's funny. I personally was kind of the one that pitched these ideas like, hey, let, let's do these uh, presentations and, and showcase this mm -hmm. stuff. So these uh, abstracts and these session titles are all my brain children. But uh, <laughs> we, we were thinking, hey, when we put this up on the internet, when we put this up online, we want to show people, look, you have two opportunities to catch the content. But when we're trying to put them side by side, it, it looks a little weird if it's the exact same thing <laughs> right beside each other. Uh, so it has a slight uh, differentiation in the title and abstract, uh, but we are hoping to go through the same stuff. Truth okay. be told, uh, with that said, we will be doing this in a live presentation. So the questions that the audience asks, the rabbit holes that we might go down in the moment, uh, it will be still a different presentation in the way that it's presented, what, what's discussed, but the framework and the skeleton should still be the very same. All right. So, because the description on the second day is boot up your hack, your hacking virtual machine, and you know we're going to dig into this. So, uh, will that be something you'll also be doing on day one? Yes. Yep. Okay. So tell us about what that's about. very technical. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, so we'll be starting up a likely Kali Linux for us nerds, right? Or any example of a Linux distribution you might like. Um, we'll start with kind of the cookie cutter classic firework show, the cooking show magic. Like, hey, let's try and get a Metasploit or Meterpreter payload. And that's very common in demonstrations. But in the world we live in right now, Microsoft and Windows and security products know that, hey, this, this off-the-shelf thing for proof of concept exploitation and command and control, that's bad. <laughs> so that would right. normally just right off the cuff get blocked. So we want to try and hone that in. What other... API calls or what other functions can we use and obfuscation techniques will, will help this thing not get caught. How can it slide under the radar? How do the bad guys do it? What, what tricks do they use? Right. Very cool. So, and then before all of that, uh, we kind of skipped over, you have a pre-day um, and that's specifically on hacking windows. So tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So the presentation showcase itself, uh, what we were just discussing, that is Tuesday, March 23rd, and Wednesday, March 24th. Uh, as Carl said, thank you. Thankfully, you can find that online. Uh, there is another link or URL, hackitmsp.com. Um, but 
the pre-day that we're very excited about because it's new. We hadn't done this for the previous Hackett event. Hacking Windows pre-day is just the day before March 22nd. And while the presentations, while the show, the main stage event is totally free, uh, the Hacking Windows pre-day does come with a $99 charge. But hey, that's to make sure that you show up and right. really enjoy it, really get into it. Uh, and Hacking Windows is getting folks on the keyboard. It's meant to be a hands-on application-based practical learning environment where, yeah, we'll spin you up with a virtual environment with the cyber range and you'll get to play pretend hacker. You'll get to boot up that Kali Linux VM, open up Metasploit, examine those SMB shares or those file shares that might be open, try to brute force the remote desktop protocol and pillage and look for registry secrets and install persistence and auto runs the same way that, hey, Huntress could track that down. But hey, that's how the hackers are, are maintaining All right, so I have to ask the question, uh, are these like off-the-shelf generic machines or have you set them up with specific weaknesses that uh, the students then need to find? Uh, these are flat, vanilla, windows targets and so functionality uh with a little bit of configuration like hey we need to have users for them to actually maybe compromise right. or break into but no there is very very little decorations or, or pre-planted vulnerabilities so i i know what you're getting at there carl <laughs> <laughs> no we wanted to make this as real world as we absolutely could we really want this to be practical and for better learning right and, and what level of um nerd would you say that you're targeting with this? So, so that is is meant to be level zero. That's meant to be our, our 101 <laughs> course. Like, hey, anyone, we encourage everyone, beginners, newcomers, if you if you think, hey, I have no experience in this, well, then you're a perfect fit. We want you to come play. We want you to come hang out, and uh, it should be a great time. So, um, let's take a step back because you mentioned, you know, why you call Huntress Huntress, right? That you are literally going out there and, you know, looking for this stuff in a way that others are not. So tell me kind of big picture, what makes Huntress different than other security uh, services that I might uh, subscribe to? Sure. And again, no, no sales pitch here. Uh, just, just praising and hey, sh shouting from the rooftops, the love that I have for where I work. So maybe I'm biased, uh, but <laughs> inherently, right, the whole design of Huntress was to catch the things that others didn't. Because if you have some antivirus product and somehow the hacker is still in the network, well, if we got the visibility on it, then we'll notify you and, and you'll be in the know. Um, that has always been the end goal. Uh, the education is another pedestal that's part of our hey, core values, right, is educating uh, security, educating the SMB and leveraging up the 99%, raising the cybersecurity poverty line. Uh, adding in these new like capabilities and features with managed antivirus and with ransomware canaries and external reconnaissance is that we, we want to solve the problems that kind of get pushed off to the side or, or left in the back burner because maybe they don't make headlines or maybe they aren't the high flying, flashy, newsworthy things, uh, but they're still real problems. When we talk about, hey, all of these businesses, all these SMBs or MSPs are getting hacked because of open remote desktop protocol. Uh, hey guys, <laughs> let's, let's right. not touch that hot stove. Let's not do that again. <laughs> so is the world easier or more difficult with everybody working from home and having like, 
there's a, an unused desktop that's turned on and it's waiting for me at my office. In the meantime, I'm at home sharing my computer with my kids mm. <laughs> and a, a spouse who works from home and, you know, so forth and so on. Is, is that really made it any more difficult or is it just another endpoint as far as you're concerned? Truthfully, it, it has made it more difficult in my mind. Um, yes, we transitioned everyone to remote work. Uh, yes, we're sitting in our home in our pajamas, right? Going through these Zoom meetings. But uh, the fact of the matter is that's not going to be a device or a computer or endpoint that is going to be naturally protected by your company. Maybe, sometimes, most right. often. But you're still behind your home router. Uh, that's still connected to your internet service provider. And you're still checking your personal device or integrating with what your Amazon Alexa or your Google Home, you could insert whatever internet of things device you also right. want to add into the mix. Uh, but that's not going to be subject to the same scrutiny, the same standard compliance regulation as something to, behind the castle walls, right? And when we see the knee-jerk reaction to maintain business continuity and operations, open up RDP. Bad idea. Uh, right. Get a VPN in place. Um, give everyone some tokens or some means to supply authentication. Uh, well, that might be Band-Aid solutions. And we've seen that all over the news lately, right? Between, okay, the Florida water treatment issue, uh, between that, I think that was a team server remote control, uh, between the whole conversation of supply chain. Solar winds was an absolute skyfall. <laughs> and uh, we, we see the repercussions of it more and more with uh, 2021 rolling in. So uh, we're almost out of time, but I, I got to have one last question, which is what does this look like from the MSP's perspective? Am I having to manage each client separately? Do I see them in a big dashboard? What, what does it look like from the MSP? For the MSP, truthfully, and this, this is John speaking. This is just me, right? Coming from the heart. I, I think we need to focus on the endpoint. I think we need to focus on the device itself. Uh, and I think we need to focus on de detection. Because when we ask questions regarding all the things we see in the news, hey, how do we stop a supply chain attack like this? The cold hard truth is you don't. Like that's, that's as if an, an insider knowledge, insider threat had just deployed malware on, on behalf of the attacker. And you were completely blind to it. You had no idea. You can't, it's you, you don't. So the best thing we can do is know about these things, know about the security flaws, these vulnerabilities, these processes and pipelines beforehand, i.e., be educated on all this. <laughs> and that's why we're doing events just like this. That's why we're putting together Hackett. That's why we want to be out here as, as a mouthpiece and someone hopefully in the community that's engaged. For the MSP, we hope that's something that you want to come hang out with too. For, <laughs> we hope to see you on Hackett. <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you for your time. I absolutely appreciate it. And um, with luck, we'll have you back and talk about education because man... <laughs> That, that seems like it's half the battle is to get people to understand that it is a problem. It does affect them. Uh, and if the government of Russia decides to spend a billion dollars attacking your network, they're going to get in. <laughs> well, hey, this has been a pleasure, Carl. So thank you so, so much for having me with you. And I'm uh, excited for our next conversation. Absolutely. <laughs>
Very good. And with luck, we'll see everybody at Hackett 2021. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.